But mate, I just uh, just saw the news and a big congratulations. Fucking Ooh, yeah. Team Queensland taking out the capo. It's official. It is official. It's official. We won. How many, I love how many it. recounts did it have to go through? Um, um, I'm not sure how many they recounted it yeah. with, but I know me and one of the other boys sat down for an hour and went through all the results and we came back with the same number we had. So yeah, wow. I, th- I think we had it nailed, but that's all right. Everyone was super passionate around who won so and everyone good. thought they won and turns out it was us that won. Team Queensland, Fuck, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and let me just say, because of course all of Capo is obviously watching because everyone watches it in this planet. Mm. Uh, I'm on a recruitment drive. Ooh. Um, yeah, we're bringing everyone. So it's on Home Soul. It's in Queensland next year. And I'm already reaching out to every strong motherfucker I personally can know and don't know and just letting him know that we're running the show and maybe they'd like to come and have a lift with us. Yeah, it's already created so mm. much interest within like, you know, the, the community of Brisbane and just mm. even within it and like personally with our, with ourselves. Like I've already had multiple yep. people come up and mention it, which is sick. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm super excited. I'm not sure what I think uh, maybe APL's got there. Contested one down in Geelong and um, Geelong. I'm sure GPC. Yeah, I think I saw it there. I'm yeah, not sure wow. where GPC is, but you know, I, I like to think Brisbane. For some reason, man, I think we got all the powerlifters in Brisbane. This place up here is popping, right? I think it just attracts a, like mm. this whole east coast mm. of um, Australia, is, and especially the Queensland, is just popping. really, really flourishing at the moment. The amount of yeah, lifters so coming think... to the sport is insane. It's huge. Yeah, so us having a Brizzy gives everyone an alternative or an option to either, if they do travel for the mm. other comps, to be able to stay in their hometown and, and do this one, which would be I'd be super stoked on. Or if they choose not to travel, they've got our one to come and play at because we know it's going to be fucking cool. 100%. Uh, I think, like, we haven't had a really big, you know, obviously APL Nats was this year. Um, obviously, that was drug tested, but we haven't had a really big big meet in Queensland for a while now, so... Mm. Yeah, yeah, not since, um... I mean, poor Matty Gould tried, except COVID killed him. Oh, yeah. Poor fella. <laughs> His would have been so cool. Yeah, 100%. Um, he put a lot of effort into that one, so... Yep. But I think we're, yeah. um... I'm very excited for Capo Nuts already. I think it's going to be an absolute hoot. Yeah, it's going to be a hoot, bro. It's going to be a hoot. i tell you, I, I'll tell you one thing yeah, we're yeah. doing, and then we don't have to always... We don't have to bang on about it too much, but we're going to add a push-pull in oh. this year, which I'm super jazzed about because as like a coach and an event organizer, there is no fucking chance I'd be able to do that at comp in any way, shape, or form because mm. it's too fucking busy. However, we're going to add a push-pull on to the first night. Yeah, right. So so Teens Juniors are going to be on day one, and my thoughts are Teens Juniors, obviously not the biggest division, so maybe three flights of lifting. Um... Coaches usually maybe have one, two, maybe three at best. Yep. Lifters in that push pull. Now the coaches have got something they can do that weekend as well. Before everything you know, gets fucked. Before everything really kicks off. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a coach, so I'm gonna fucking do it. <laughs> you heard it here first. Platform yeah. exclusive. Johnny's a coach. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I am a coach. Yeah. I coach the coach. Um. Yeah. So I'll, I'm gonna do that next year. But that was like my thoughts when I was chatting to Henry about putting it in there. I was like, yeah. man, that'd be sick. Let's do a push pull. So like, anyone who can't do the weekend, we put it at the start, and then everyone can have a fucking go hard on a push pull. Would you run it 
alongside the team juniors or completely separate? No, nah, it's after, yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Afterwards, because that way, if you, if you, I mean, obviously there'll be people that are attracted to the idea of push pull mm. just because they like push pull. But anyone who's coaching or, or or even just helpers from my side of thing for that weekend, yeah. you know, they can they can be involved in the three lift throughout the week. But that push pull component is pretty easy to organise and run as a meet director. And as a coach, like fuck, you don't need you're not wrapping any knees, you're not doing this. Even if you have athletes in it, you can still jump in alongside them as well. Um, so I'm super jazzed. That's actually cool. Ball. And I think that might be my one comp next year. Oof. Just your one? Yeah. I'm just Yeah, maybe one. That'll be enough. Are you That's are it. you uh Do you just compete once a year now? Uh I just when it fits, bro, yeah. I think that's the I mean you get it, right? I haven't you competed got, got in a all, long time, so I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you got all the humans, and they do all their things across all their little weekends, yeah. and then you got this thing called life, which some people controversially might not realise it's more important than powerlifting. Um, <laughs> I said it. And you know what? It's life's true. More, life's more important. It, it's so true. <laughs> Look, may take yeah. us a while to get there, but uh, or understand that, but that's okay. Yeah. Hundred percent, maybe it's a few people could learn that. Hundred percent, but yeah, I think yeah, one 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 a year, or just if something else fits in, then absolutely. But I think that fits the timeline. Hundred percent, and it sounds like it's gonna be an absolute unreal. It's gonna be hoot. fucking oath. That's my that's my new saying at the moment. But we are uh, for our listeners out there, we are doing a bunch of these shorter episodes to. Uh, give you a bit more information, give you some updates, recap a few things that happened along the way. So. If anyone does, anyone listening that does have a question that they want us to answer on the potty or want more information about or want our thoughts on the topic, please DM, reach out and ask us what uh, what you want to know and we will cover it across the potty. But today, because we've got a lot of thoughts, we have a lot of thoughts, probably too many. <laughs> Some could argue too many. Um, but today we're going to recap. Obviously, GPC Nationals was just over the weekend. By the time this comes out, it'll probably be about Team 10 Epic days. crushed it. Mate, Team Epic crushed it. You had Kevy B come down and absolutely fucking, mate, he's just, oh. Kevin did well. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin did do very well. <laughs> he's an insane human. Um, but I reckon mm. let's go back and forth. Who's... Overall, what do you think of the meet? Um... Yeah, I think that was, was – I was trying to think with Kevy, when was the last time we did a GPC Nationals that I went to? I think maybe it was Probably the Brizzy one that, that Matty G did. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, I don't have a big reference point. I think um, I think the boys boys and girls put on a, a well-organized event. Mm. Um, I think the the facility, the Diggers Club, was, was cool. Mm. I liked how it was really spread out. You know, you had your warm-up room in the background, and then you had the the competition happening in the front there. Yeah. I think it ran super quiet, super fast. Like, I think we were done at like three o'clock on Sunday, and I was like, "Well, this is weird." Yeah, right. That's awesome. <laughs> this, this is weird. Mm-hmm. What do we do here? And obviously, the standard of lifter is is super high level. Yeah. Down there, like, you know, I know because I only got to see Kevy's podium, but. You know, first place was nine twenty. Mm, second Drew. was was eight sixty five, I think, yep. with Benny Stone, and then Kevy at eight forty, and then I think fourth and fifth were still in the eights as well. Jesus, that's unreal for one two fives. Yeah, so super rad, super elite lifters. Um, 
just cool. The, the only thing, I mean, I'd, it, was, it was a bit bit sucky. Was like there just wasn't to me. I didn't think there was a big audience there, mm. um, which would have been, you know, I think that's kind of missed. But um, I'm not sure what's going on there. But you know, like the last flight, I would have thought it'd be popping, but there just wasn't a big crowd out there. Yeah, you know, cheering everyone on. No, I have similar thoughts, man. I think overall, like, I think I was pretty pretty apprehensive going down. And again, we both had, yep. you know, very small um, experiences there. Like, obviously, I th- had to fly back early and you flew in just for Kevy on the Sunday. Early. Yeah, fuck, that was real early, bro. But um, overall, I thought it was a really good, really good run meet. Um, big shout out to Hunter Strength and Performance because... They did, man. That, that as you said, the venue was unreal. Very big mm. warm up area, which was fucking yeah. you know about time. Like, if, I tell you what, I love what they did. They did four monos in the warm up. Yeah, room. that was awesome. Genius, genius. That was awesome. Genius, huge. Yeah, and like I don't think people genius. many. I don't think many people realize how much that impacts just the flow of the day. So much easier. Yeah, and the way I, I can I can only imagine what it'd be like when it was a busy flight, but we had only nine in our flight. Mm. Super cruisy, man. I think no one was battling each other yeah. for weights and barbells. Everyone was chill. It was brutal. Also, those new bars they had out the back. Did you ever? Jesus. Did you ever feel of those? I could do some metal work with those. Like if I had to like shave some steel down, Bro, I could. They were barbell. fucking fresh bars. I grabbed one. My hand yeah, was just man. like fucking yeah. already calloused up. But um, mm. everything like from an organizational standpoint, I think in terms of how the day ran, they did really well. And as you said, the Diggers Club was really nice. And there was so much to do around there. Like, you know, you could get a feed down downstairs. Mm. You could go across the road and there was a good bunch of cafes not or, you know, restaurants mm. in a very short walking distance. Mm. The hotel across the road attached to it apparently mm. was excellent. So... Yeah, I stayed there. Yeah. Did you stay there? Nah, we ended up just getting an Airbnb, a few of us. Nice. But... Um, nice. And again, like everything was just really, really well organized from that point. Um, awesome steak. I had a killer steak. At that steakhouse? Yeah. Yeah, it was yep, good, yep. bro. Yep. That was really, I was happy with that. And I think, as you said, like the competition was really surprising with the standard of the competition. Like we see a lot of new lifters coming through now at this level. And yeah, yeah. it's good to see them getting their time. And man, some of the battles are really sick. Um, yeah, super tight. And then, of course, like obviously, you know, our, within our own community, all the performances was unreal. But again, I mm. actually have, a, I agree. Like, the, I thought the um, the crowd was a bit, even across the Friday and Saturday, like it wasn't really full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. I didn't think it was full. And I think something as a meet director, like as we all move into the new new future of our, our amazing sport, it's it's growing and it's going super cool. But as meet directors. You know, yeah, we need to do something to get the audience there, mm-hmm. get get the thing popping, you know. Hundred percent. Because that's like, as a lifter, that that that's that's important. I think that's the and showcase that cool sport. Yeah, like, so that's how it I know. Goes. I know the live. I know the live feed would have been sick. I didn't watch it, but just all the cameras and mm-hmm. technology they seem to have sitting there. That's sick. Like that's something everyone needs to keep. Everyone needs to really do because that was cool what they had. I think the live feed was really good. Um, I didn't watch too much of it, but the feedback I had there is like. You couldn't really tell what was going on. Uh, they didn't have. Uh, it was a bit, bit. That was probably my only real criticism: is that the live feed you couldn't see like what was on the bar, what was being lifted. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I think that's you know me being privileged to the fact that 
in previous years, whether it be like a Pro Raw or whatever other comp, they've always had that live feed explaining exactly what's going on with the commentator on the side, possibly. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But yeah. that stuff's important. Everyone needs to use Liftercast, man. That was cool. I've Liftercast is now. really good. And then, like, I think, you know, Rucci's Nationals the year before, they got that own their own system Dang. that just broadcasts, and you can see where, like, who's coming where and what state's in front and all that. So, like, so it's it was a really good nationals. Like overall, again, shout out to Leroy because you know going in, I was a bit apprehensive. Just and it's not nothing to do with Leroy. He did really really well, and I can't stress that enough. But it's just surprised me with that. You know, GPCs what they kicked off in about twenty twelve twenty thirteen with nationals, mm-hmm. and they just don't seem to have a handbook or a system that they can go to each meet director for a nationals and go. Here's the system we do. Add your own flair, whatever it may be, mm. but do this. Like the the way invites were sent out <clears throat> was probably my only other criticism, and that I think yep. looked gave people a lot of like I guess not an anxiety, but uh, an apprehension of fuck. What are we walking into? Mm. So yeah, yeah. And, but, and again, I don't blame Leroy. I just don't. I just can't believe that there's not a system for how they do it. Yeah, yeah. You'd think it'd be a a, a proper business cookie cutter sort of yeah yeah like you know here's your meet director package yeah. as, a, as a national national runner and yeah you know you know what, whatever it is 12 14 16 weeks out mm. here's the emails here's the um payment system etc that you use to yeah exactly manage and look after it, it all just, like to me it seems logical but hey i'm not in the position of you know <laughs> oh, i I really can't be commenting. Like I'm not in your position where you yeah. have to run meets all the time. I've I've just seen it, you know, very close secondhand to Matty G and how he operates. Yeah. So, yeah, he does a killer job. I think that the only thing that I think gets lost occasionally is that you know we don't really make a lot of money out of these things as a meet director. Not cer- certainly not time 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 pennies. Like if you, even if you know, if, like if I don't even know what he would make, even if. Leroy made 10 grand out of that thing. Like, you don't really make 10 grand because you work out how many fucking hours you worked. Mm. You're not making a lot of money. No. Um, so, you, so you do you do run out of a lot of time to do a lot of stuff that you might want to do. 100%. Because that's probably one of the big challenges. And I think that's like, a, again, like you could uh, essentially systemize that where a point, you yeah. know, or as a, as a federation, you come together and go, okay, cool. These are the guys we use for the live stream. These are the guys we... Mm. Uh, and they'll like take care of all the the graphics of it and everything like that. This is this payment system. So once all that's set up, we then and it could just be like even if GPC wanted to take or you know a federation, sorry, I shouldn't just fucking bag on GPC, but <laughs> even just a federation go cool. We'll accept all the or we get all the payments for the nationals, and then we mm. give it back to the meet director. That way, again, it's just. Mm. One little less thing the meet director has to think about. And they can just focus on putting on, like, as you said, a really good spectacle to attract people mm. to the venue to grow the sport. But uh, again, like Newcastle is probably a bit bit of a secluded area. Um, you know, easy for people in New South Wales to travel to. I didn't realize how close it was mm. to, you know, the big city, Sydney and stuff. But yeah, they drive there. Yeah, bro. Right? It's like only a couple of hours. But mm. overall, again, I don't want to bag it out because I thought it was a really good meet. Um, mm. Quality of lifting was high. What I did like was one of the, the, G, the you know, one of the first GFC nationals where, you know, there was an open bar in the venue and, you know, a few people mm. getting on it, which created a little bit more of a oh, fun day. Got, 
gotta put a bar gotta put a bar in powerlifting, bro. Absolutely <laughs> oath. There seems to be a correlation between powerlifters and alcohol. Yeah, I think hundred percent. I mean as a as a spectator, you're stuck there watching your mate from anywhere to five to eight hours. Mm. They lift nine times in that five to eight hours for a total of about 30 seconds each time. Yeah. Maybe a minute if they take their fucking sweet-ass time. Yeah. you got to give the people something to do, and I think beer is one of those things they need to do. Did you have those cookies that were there? Delicious. Oh, bro, unreal. Delicious. I had two. It yeah. was excellent. Worth it. It was. A, I'll tell you one thing I'd like to, to point out, and mm-hmm. um, which I think is super cool. Your girl, Brooke, Coach Brooke, mate, how many other female coaches are there down there? Mm. Yeah, man. There's one thing I I really noticed. Not not many. I didn't I didn't see any. I don't think. And I think like um and obviously she, I think it's super rad. Yeah, like she is mixing it. Her boy did awesome. That's what like um, I think really stood out for me as well. Like she obviously she has a bunch of female clients that are absolutely killing it. Like there's no doubt about that. But she had. Troy Flanagan, and big shout to Troy. He had an unreal meet, but Weapon. he mixed it with some of the best. He went eight thirty-five in the one tens. Pretty sure it was one tens. Actually, you know, it was one tens. Um, he's big, thick boy. Yeah, bro. He had to cut for that. He we uh, there's a uh, talks that we're gonna talk. It is confirmed. He'll go one two fives for October. Ooh, big boy. Yep. You know, just run that more is more method there. More sandwiches. Yep. Um, but yeah, man, it was really good to see. Like one of the only female strength coaches across mm. the whole weekend. Um, mm. And I think that's also a big testament to Troy, you know, mm. having that trust and the ability in Brooke to get him to where he needs to go. A lot, of, I think a lot of lesser males would look and they go, no. And that's just unfortunate yeah. the way the industry mm. is at the moment. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I think there's some opportunity there that, you know, it's exciting to see people like Brooke like stepping up. Mm. And taking the charge, I think I've I've often perplexed and confused when you look around a, the the warm up room and you just don't see that many female coaches um, floating there. They deserve to be mm-hmm. in that space. There's smart, intelligent coaches out there that should do it. Smart, intelligent, and very strong. They're super strong. It's exactly right. I know. I saw Mickey. You know, Will 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 and Mickey. Mickey was floating around and doing stuff. Yep. She's engaging and chatting to her crew. Um, but yeah, just you didn't see too many ladies out mm. there doing it, at least on Sunday. So yeah, let's get more of you out there, ladies. Mm. Yeah, get more boys behind when girls in training with you guys, because you guys are smart, intelligent lifters, coaches. I think you know what the best thing about it is. I believe personally, they're also a lot more empathetic. Oh yeah, that that'd be that'd be right. I would one hundred percent believe that, and I think it's just really cool to see that it's growing like that, and. <laughs> You know, see mm. people like Brooke leading the charge. So, well done, Brooke. Mm. Good job. Yeah. And she lifted too, right? Bro, she crushed it. Crushed yeah. it. Yeah. I think we added like 17 and a half or, no, 22 and a half to a total. Just 22. No big deal. Was it 17? Either way, it was unreal. Super stoked. It was many. It was a lot. Like, it ended up being seven and a half kilo across each lift since like July. <laughs> no. Whenever. June, June, yeah, because it was a short turnaround mm. between this one and this one. Yeah, yeah, so unreal, like super stoked. That'd that. be her, her first, her first GPC nuts. Yeah, her first nationals across any. So it was really cool experience wow. for her and yeah. Matthew's milestone. Yeah, and I think I forget. I think I get that gets lost on me that like some 
some of these guys, this is their first nationals, and it's a really big step, yeah. you know, just because yeah. I've both competed at a multitude, multiple nationals now and coached for the last like 10 GPC nats. Mm. So it's a, I got to sit back and really go, oh, yeah, this is actually not just a big moment, you know, for, for the business in the sense or myself, but also for yeah. the lifter. So, yeah, I'm super rad. And you had another, you had three of, there's three of you bloody coaches, if you include you down there. Yeah, it was, yeah. So myself, Mason, and Brooke, and we, we all had lifters. And, and I think that was the one thing I did recognize. You know, I sat back and gone, fuck, this is like probably the first real nationals where we've all, We've all taken a crew down, you know, our own mm. you know, mini crew within the big crew. Um, mm. And they just all, man, fuck me, they all did so well. Mm. Couldn't believe Like, Mason's client, Lindy, turns 50 this week. and she, She's so strong. Bro, she's got a 230. She broke four national she's, records. She is so strong, bro. I couldn't believe it. Mm. Totaled five something? Yeah, it was, I'll work it out because it baffles me. Something. It was two She's thirty so strong, plus two two five. I'm pretty sure for a deadlift. Jesus that's five sixty. Jesus, at fifty, strong, like she only started lifting probably three years ago. Oh wow! Should I started lifting three years ago and I was elite like that? <laughs> we probably wouldn't be as broken as we are now. I'm just a hobbyist. Yeah, my knee. My knee. What did you do to your knee? I saw that. Uh, it's just always sore. Yeah, I did. I did jujitsu. That's what I did. That's what I did. I did jujitsu, and I did it a long time ago. Yeah, man, I did. I got structural damage. I got foot swept about four hundred years ago doing jujitsu and tore a meniscus and all that sort of jazz. But it's, it's never the same, sore. is it? No, it's not the same. You know, it's the old. You know, it's like every other lifter. I'm sure who's my age or older. You've got. You've used your body either doing this sport other sports or just living and things are broken and sore and you just got to be cool with where you're at things being sore right mm. so deciding what, what what you can do and what you can't do and whether you push short or not push short but um i got my way of sorting it out we get treatment on a monday now now that we're getting towards the heavy side of things and yep. i've got to make sure i do some of my own stuff and got to do a lot of boring single leg rehabby shit that's not exciting but we do all that and we manage it. Good. But it's good. Yeah. Try not to do too much walking. Even, mate, I'm on the bike doing some cardio. I love it. It's nice. I, I rate it. it. I love it. Love it. No eccentric load on the bike. You're not going to pull yeah. up sore. You're going to keep it moving. Keep tendons healthy. Man, I feel good off the bike. I mm-hmm. did some on, I do, got to do it at least once, once a week minimum, but I did it on bench day. Yeah. On Thursday, I got off that thing feeling great. It was excellent. And for me, it's the difference. When my knee's sore, I can't turn out and I can't push down. Yeah. So my knees are slightly collapsed in and I have this rubbish looking sumo. I've, uh, it's really hard. I've really embraced the walking, like either on a treadmill or a sled, like walking backwards. Yep. Yeah, lovely. Love it for the knee tendon health. Yep. Oh man, it yep. feels good. And obviously you're just getting a really big quad pump. Yeah, that's nice. No complaints on a quad pump. Yeah, but I'm stoked. I pulled two, three doubles at 265 yesterday, so that's good. Jeez, that's a lot. And they felt good. Like, like, like they felt easy as I expected. That um, that'd be close to PR territory for you. Oh yeah, I'm in front. Yeah, fuck, that's yeah, huge. I'm in front. The only thing that hasn't been pulled is the, the big one yet. So, yeah. not yet. Patience. That's Patience. good. Patience. I love October, that. End of November. That's when we'll get to do it. Yep. 
Not yet. That's all right. Have you lifted this week? I have. I've actually, I've, I've actually managed two sessions already this week. Ooh, let's go. Bloody. I walked, uh, obviously, coming back from the weekend, busy weekend, but um, managed to sneak in a session down at the local Good Life here. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it was just a very quick pump. Um, and mm. then just ran that same sort of mentality into my squat session yesterday, just on the safety bar. And I'm just really trying to get in and out within like an hour at the moment. So you can do it. Yeah. And it's, it's doing, I am doing it right now and it's feeling great. And I feel better because it's like, I'm not fucking running my mouth for half the time. And you know, <laughs> obviously the loads aren't as heavy, but man, I feel good afterwards. And that's the main thing at the moment. It's just, I just want to feel good. That's good. Yeah. I like the stopwatch. Stopwatch keeps me accountable to making sure I go again. <laughs> I put the headphones in mm-hmm. and the stopwatch on and I make it very obvious. Like I put it in a place where, you know, there's people can see it. So mm. they know, one, I'm not going to fucking talk to you because I'm on a stopwatch. But two, my headphones are blatantly in. Mm. Yeah. Not listening to anything, but they're on. So that just says, fucking leave me alone. <laughs> I, I, I've tried that once or twice before. And the only place I can do that is on a plane. Yep. And because they're noise oh, cancelling, nice. they kind of like just cancel out all that background noise of a plane anyway. Can- but Cancel out the people. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Well, mate, if Paddy Morrison can be super strong and train three days a week, fucking 45 minutes a day. Literally. <laughs> That is, after that potty, I was like, okay, it, it is possible. There's, here is an yep. elite lifter that does it. Mm. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Mm. Good chat, bro. Absolutely, bro. Well, you enjoy the rest of your day, sir. And as I said, for all our listeners out there, if you do have any questions or topics that you want us to discuss, please feel free to slide into our DMs and we will answer them on the show. We have many thoughts and opinions. We do.